Welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of ATS, All Things Sports Podcast. Today's guest is my favorite guest by far. Um, crazy, I was watching him in high school, and now I'm watching him on ESPN on national TV. Mark West Cooper, baby. What's going on, bro? Everything's good, man. How are you? I'm all good, man. How about you introduce yourself to everyone listening today? Well, I'm Mark West Cooper, uh, running back at Kent State. You know, used to go to Quinn's Orchard. And, you know, right now, just getting ready for the season. That's dope, man. So I got a couple questions for you today. Um, you know, QO is such a run-heavy offense. And, you know, you were behind some pretty good guys. And I wanted to know what that was like. And in addition to that, um, in high school, the student section and your coaches, just like what was it all like playing in high school, playing for such a prestigious program? Uh, it was amazing. I love, I absolutely love the run heavy thing. Uh, being a running back, it was just a great playbook to run behind that offense. You know, it made my job pretty easy. So I loved playing there. I mean, it was just a Great experience, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, behind uh, Marvin Beander, you know, watching him do his thing and me taking the throne after him. It was pretty, pretty nice, you know, and it was just a blessing to be there. That's dope, homie. So I'm going to transition it to college. So you, um, as a freshman, didn't see as much time as – you did this past year. Uh, you ran for over 1,200 yards this year. So, you know, what did you do specifically to get the starting job? Like, what was your mindset? Um, what did you do to go out of your way to make sure that you were the one getting the ball this year? Uh, I just made sure my work uh, correlated to the field this offseason, you know, just working my tail off every single day, you know, just putting on a good impression for my team and the coaches getting their trust in the back. And just, you know, a big transition was learning the playbook, you know, better, knowing the offense way better, and a lot of that. So it was just amazing to gain the uh, start, starting spot with spring ball and fall camp and things like that. So I really got to prove myself. That's dope. Um... So for your team specifically, did you guys face any challenges? And if so, how did you overcome them? I mean, you guys reached a bowl game. Clearly, you're doing something right. So what do you think the challenge was that you overcame in the season? Uh, the challenge we overcame was uh, it was us or Miami, Ohio, to win the MAC East, you know, and it was the last, uh, like, regular season game of the year. And whoever won that was going to the MAC championship. So, you know, we faced them and beating them, you know, we won the MAC East and we were able to go to the MAC championship. So that was a great challenge. We were we overcame together. Game came all the way down to OT and we came out with the win. So that was a great moment for us. Cool, brother. Um, so just to add on, um, the transition from high school to division one football, I mean, you're playing against some, some good teams. You played against Maryland, you played against Iowa, um, played against Wyoming in the bowl game. What was the biggest difference you would say? Um, I'll just say the biggest difference from high school and college is just, uh, more things are just out of your control. You know, it's a lot of guys that, you know, we're all on scholarship and stuff like that. So, you know, me getting exactly what I want at all times just isn't, you know, all the time possible. But, you know, it's the competition. It's always been competition. You know, I never feared that or that was never an issue. Uh, so, I mean, it was – it was a smooth transition. I love ball. You know, I play ball no matter who it is. That's a fact. So you love ball. What are your goals this year for you personally, along with the team? Yeah. 
Um, personally, I want to be able to help my team get back to the MAC championship, win a MAC championship, win a bowl game. I want to uh, – I desire to have a, another 1,000-yard year, 1,500-plus would be ideal. You know, um, definitely be a candidate for the Doug Walker Award. You know, things such as that, you know, would really be nice, you know. So I'm working for all of those things this season. Gotcha. What about like a team goal? Like, what do you guys think is your goal? Do you think a bowl game again or even bigger? What do you think? Yeah, uh, definitely a MAC championship, as I said, and uh, a, a, a great bowl game victory. You know, that's what we're looking for a New Year's Six Bowl and something like that. So, definitely this year, you know, and, and an extremely better record, you know, so I'm saying, because we came from seven to seven, we're going to make that. You know, like ten and three. You know, saying so if that, you know, maybe an undefeated season. You know, like that. So we're we'll make we're looking to make this season a very special season for all of us. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Um, you posted this in your Instagram story, but Mike Farrell came out with his top 50 running backs in the nation, and you came in at 39th. How does that feel to get some recognition there? And um, you know, obviously your goal is to be, we all think you are higher, but how does it feel yeah. to be nationally recognized? Uh, it definitely feels good to be recognized. You know, as you said, you know, I feel like I'm a little too uh, low uh, choice, but we're, we're definitely going to uh, get his respect level up. You know, I always came from adversity, so that's really nothing to me, but it's definitely great getting recognition and you know, the world's, my name's starting to ring some buzz around the world, you know, and I'm just glad to be able to prove myself again this year, get back on the field to, to prove myself. Yep. Can't wait to see you back in the field. So last question, what are your plans for the future? Is the NFL in the picture? What do you think so far? And it's okay if you don't know, but I'm just wondering. My plans for the future are definitely NFL. You know, I'm sure I'll be here for another year or two like that, but definitely going to the NFL is, is a, its number one goal, you know, like that. So there's no doubt about that. We'll see you there, man. You're going to – hopefully we'll, you'll get there and just keep grinding, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Quaz. I really appreciate it. Hope you have, Hope to have you back on soon. and. Can't wait to watch you this year, man. Keep grinding. Thank you. Appreciate it. Everybody, welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, ATS. Today's episode is me along with Jack Ferrone right beside me. What's going on, Jack? How we doing? We're living, man. We're living. Um, today, we're going to really um, talk everything about the NBA, what's happened recently with that. Golden State Warriors taking home NBA Finals. And we're going to look into next year with football, um, the actual NFL, and fantasy as well. So, Jack, the Warriors won. It's, it's kind of crazy how they won. Again, they are a dynasty. They might just be the best team organization of all sports of all time. Um, they just – can't seem to lose they win no matter what they win with kd before kd after kd um you know what was your reaction like what are, what are we like how are you feeling about them winning like did you always think they were going to win because i honestly thought the celtics were the better team i don't know if you agree with me they looked better in the beginning but the warriors were i will throw out the warriors were my pick mid-season to win it all yeah. but yeah. they are the modern day dynasty um Four times, like you said, they won one before KD, with KD, and without or after KD. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Celtics looked better at the beginning, but the Warriors' championship experience just came to play, came to show. They wore them down. Curry didn't miss, and the, the real savior of that series, even though Steph was MVP, was without a doubt Andrew Wiggins. He was money. He locked up Tatum. Tatum was. God awful the last two games. I mean, Wiggins, those guys, those role players for the Warriors just severely outplayed the role players for the Celtics in the last few games. And that was a difference. But uh, 
Curry's the best point guard of all time. And I mean, from what it looks like next year, it's going to be tough to beat the Warriors next year. I could see them repeating. Yeah. And by better team, by Boston, they clearly weren't the better team. But I still think on paper, matchup wise, you know, that was theirs for the taking. They were much bigger, uh, much more physical. I just, Tatum didn't show up. Tatum yeah. Did not show up. He um, had his moments, but he didn't show up. But, you know, Jalen Brown could only do so much. Marcus Smart didn't show up defensively. He really just wasn't himself like he usually was. Um, you know, and it's interesting with Boston because how much better can they get? They can't really get that much better. They're a good team. And I just really don't know how they can, you know, obviously adding a superstar, but they have a lot of people to pay. They got to pay Rob Williams at some point. They got to pay Horford. Um, it's really interesting. It's going to be very, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Um, but they're going to be great next year too. You know, you said that about the Warriors being a good team next year. I think Boston, they're going to be right back at their contending status within the East. Um, and I can honestly see a finals rematch happening, which I think we'd all like to see. Um, you know, obviously if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, then we're talking a whole different ball game. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a great finals, honestly. Do you think it was better than last year's finals, the box final? Um, yeah, I mean, the only problem was there wasn't too many close games, but I didn't think either finals was really one to remember. Like, I always loved the LeBron versus Warriors finals. But um, going back to what you were saying about um, just how the Celtics match up well against the Warriors, the Warriors for 60% of that series were playing with Draymond at center, who's maybe 6'6". And the Celtics have Robert Williams. I mean, granted, Robert Williams did play pretty well. But they've got Robert Williams and Al Horford out there dominating the glass. It's just crazy to me that the, the Warriors were able to just hold them to under 100 points the last two games with their season on the line. And the Celtics couldn't take advantage of the, the six-inch size of It's crazy. It, it's it's, it's insane. It's insane. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, Rob Williams came to play, though. and He did. He did. He, did come he was banged up. He was banged <laughs> up all year. And he was literally questionable before every game. It's like, oh, Rob Williams will play tonight. Like, he was just always banged up. Um, but, yeah, it's a great point. I, I, it's crazy because it was just Steph Curry taking over. You know, mm -hmm. he averaged – what do you average, like 30 for this series? Like Yeah, like 32 or something. He took over. Right, he took over. Wiggins was great defensively on Tatum. And, you know, Clay didn't even play that well. He didn't even shoot that well. Uh, Draymond was a mess until the last couple games. It, you know, Poole was great, but it was really just the Steph Curry show, and I think that – you know, like you were saying about solidifying his status as the best point guard of all time. I think he's top 10 of all time. I don't even think it's up for debate anymore. I think you can um, just easily slide him in there. And, you know, he has completely changed the game of basketball. It's remarkable to watch. It really is. Um, so, yeah, that was great. And let's talk about the draft. So, Wizards fans here, we are happy with Johnny Davis coming to us coming out of Wisconsin. Um, what do you think? So it's kind of crazy because Paolo was not supposed to go first as of like maybe an hour before the draft. He was minus 3,500 odds to go um, third. And Jabari Smith was minus 3,500 odds to go first. So crazy switch up. Um, what are your thoughts of the draft itself? Like maybe someone got a steal in your mm -hmm. eyes or – what do you think? I mean, it was surprising to see it go that way, but I actually like the fit better for Paolo going number one and Jabari going to Houston. Um, with Jalen Green, I think he's going to create a lot for Jabari, but I think Paolo honestly has the highest ceiling in this draft. People talk about Chet Holgram. I'm not a believer in Chet. I, I take Jabari or Paolo over him. But I am loving that Wizards pick with Johnny Davis. I think he's a bucket. He can score at all three levels. He's tough, gritty. He's a good defender. I mean, he's the whole package. And, I mean, with Bradley Beal potentially on his way out, it was a steal to get him at get him at a or 10, I think it was. 
Yeah, you know, he was picked 10th overall. I mean, I was very happy with it. Um, the one thing I hope he develops is a three-point shot, but he's 6'5". If you stick him at point guard, then we're set. Not set, but um, it's it's a great it's a great start for our rebuilding. Um, he's a great defender, which is what I love about him, um, but just like a good athlete. So great pick for him. I was honestly uh, – I think – the Lakers, I think they got a great pick out of Max Christie. He was literally projected to be top 10 all season in every mock draft. He kind of slid a little bit, but I still think he can really have a lot of boom for the Lakers. Um, you know, they have a lot of stuff to figure out, but that pick stuck out to me. And um, Jaden Hardy going to Dallas. I think Dallas is just winning the offseason right now. Um, they got Christian Wood. They finally got a rim protector for Luca. They just added a, the number two recruit going into uh, 2021. Uh, so, I don't know. I think Dallas had a great draft. Um, Knicks fans, I'm sorry about what happened. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but they ended up getting Trevor Fields, I'm pretty sure, right? I'm pretty sure they got <clears> I Fields. think they did, but was I reading this wrong? Or was Jalen Duran or Duran traded twice? On draft night? Yeah, he was. So he got traded to the Knicks and he got traded to the Pistons, I'm pretty sure. That's got to be like some sort of record. It was <laughs> – it was – yeah, it was a Has very, that ever happened? I don't, I don't know really what happened. I think it was – it was a three-team deal. I just don't know what. I think it was like the Knicks draft pick that they traded for. I don't – Kemba Walker was involved somehow. I don't know. Steven A. Smith was confused, so – He's confused, and we're just as confused as him. Um, so, yeah, bad draft for the Knicks, good draft for Dallas, good draft for the Wiz. Um, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool draft. So let's switch it up. Let's go to NFL. I'm way more excited for the NFL than the NBA, honestly. I mean, at this point, it's just the Golden State show in the NBA. We got a crazy season ahead of us in NFL. So, Jack, let's just go – by divisions. Let's go each division. We don't have to place them, but let's just pick a winner of each division. I'm curious what you have to say about each. We'll start off with the NFC North. What do you think? So you got Packers, Bears, Vikings, and Lions. I I actually – I really think the Vikings are going to be legit this year. I think they will be a playoff team. Um, I like Kirk Cousins. I, I think that O-line is underrated. If Dalvin stays healthy, obviously he's one of the best in the league. And I mean, Justin Jefferson, you could argue, is one of the maybe the best receiver, best young receiver in football. But um, I think that Green Bay defense is going to be absolutely scary this year. They added two Georgia Bulldogs in the first round. Um, with that defense with Aaron Rodgers at QB, I don't care. They don't really have a weapon right now. They'll figure something out. But when you've got number 12, a quarterback with an easy top three defense in the league, they're they're not losing that division. They're not unless something happens to Rogers' health. They will win that division. I agree with you, but I think Minnesota is going to be right there, just like you said. They are. I, they, I I love Minnesota. Their offense has been great for years. It's they've just had a bad defense, and at one point they're going to have a good enough defense to win them games. And let me tell you, right now they are not a run first offense anymore. I think Justin Jefferson even said it himself. Um, they've been a run-first offense for years. Dalvin has been their workhorse. He's been their guy that they've literally ran their offense through. I think their passing game might be just as good as their running game right now uh, with Thielen and Jefferson in there. And they, they use their Earth first Smith two picks. Back. They use their first what? two picks on a secondary. They use they got a corner oh, and yeah. a safety. Yep. yep. So they're they're getting their defense ready. Um, I love Minnesota. I think Green Bay will win though. They got it's gonna to. be close. It's going to be close, and then Bears and Lions are hopeless, so whatever. Let's go to NFC South. Um, Falcons, Bucks, Saints, Panthers. What do you think? You go first on this one. We'll switch off going first. Uh, yeah, I like that. Um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously the Bucks, but don't sleep on the Panthers this year. Um, yeah, I kind of regret saying that already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it didn't sound right. That did not um, sound right at all. It, it that, didn't. That was... It didn't. It didn't sound right because I, I think they have so much potential on offense that it's just like you would think they'd be good, but then McCaffrey just doesn't play. DJ yeah. Moore's a dog, um, and I, I don't know, but they probably won't do it. Anymore. I mean, um, 
like New Orleans has a very good defense, and they just added the Honey Badger, so they can make some noise. But I don't think anyone's touching the Bucks. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone. And the Falcons is just a rebuilding process. So the thing is, the Tom Brady's got the ultimate setup once again. He had all those years in the shitty AFC East where he's got fucking the Jets and Dolphins free wins every year. Um, but now he's got three bridge quarterbacks. <laughs> and, I mean, Atlanta's in a rebuild. Carolina's in a rebuild, but they don't really want to admit they're in a rebuild. And then the Saints have Jameis Winston, who could throw eight picks on any given day. <laughs> Or he could throw 19 touchdowns on a given day. You never know. He's like Fitz Magic. He's like a Literally. younger, stupid version of Fitz Magic. Literally. But um, yeah. who's actually, I mean, he provides great memes on Twitter, but the Bucks are not, I mean, like I said with the Rodgers thing, unless Brady gets injured, there's there's no way the Bucks don't win that division. That's he they might have the easiest setup. I, I don't see – I don't even know who would – be like, New Orleans would be their biggest I, I guess New Orleans, if I had to guess second, but none of those teams are going above 500. The thing is with New Orleans, though, they, they just add Olave, and they – you know, they have Michael Thomas coming back, which who knows with him. I mean, yeah. Um, got- and Camara. Well, Camara's going to be suspended, but um, I, I don't – they don't have – they would be the closest. If any team is close, if Jameis like somehow finds consistency, then yes, they could be a, a good team. But like quarterbacks are everything in this league, and I just don't think. True. I don't know if you can win with Jameis. I mean, he had that Bucks. He had that Bucks team. I mean, granted, <clears throat> they added Gronk and a few pieces on defense when Brady joined. But I mean, he had that pretty much same team, and he couldn't make the playoffs with that team. It's true. It's I, I don't true. know. I don't know what's crazily different about this team than in that maybe they get a wild card but that's best case yeah no i agree with you all right so let's go nfc east i think i know your answer but uh skins, <laughs> commanders whatever the fuck they are um skins cowboys eagles giants i mean um you're asking the wrong i'm so biased but well, explain why explain why I, I think i honestly think if if jalen hurts Last year, Jalen Hurts did not have a great season, and we were 9-8 and eight and made the playoffs. Clinched before our last regular season game. We've added so many pieces on that defense. You look at Hassan Reddick, who's been a double-digit sack guy the last two years. James Bradbury as a corner, too, who has the second-most pass breakups over the last three years in the entire NFL. Um, he's a stud. Um, a very underrated signing just now by Jaquiski Tart, 49ers safety. He's a baller. You get N'Kobe Dean in the third round with a 350-pound freight train, Jordan Davis, and then you, yeah. you trade for A.J. Brown. I mean, this team, <clears throat> the only position the Cowboys have the Eagles in, besides, I guess, running back, but Zeke's never healthy, is quarterback and a slight edge because I don't know if Jalen's that guy. But, I mean, defensively, the Eagles are, are better at every level than the Cowboys. Offensively, we probably have the best offensive line in football. And now you give Jalen all these weapons, best O-line in football and a running game. I, I don't see how this team – I think they're a lock for double-digit wins. The, rest, the, the Commanders and Giants are just afterthoughts. Once again, Cowboys are going to be right around 500. So I think the Eagles go – I'd say like twelve and five and win this division. Yeah, I I agree and disagree with some of that. I think the Eagles are definitely they're they're loaded defensively now. Um, their offense is a huge question mark. Obviously, they just got AJ Brown. I know you're not going to agree with me there, but it still is my opinion. I think AJ and Devonta Smith is great. Um, Jalen's passing ability is questionable. You can confirm that with me. Um, so while AJ Brown is going to get open, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how effective he's going to be. I think they'll establish good chemistry, um, but it may take a little bit and their run game is just, it's, it's dominant. Like it really is, but something about them. I just, Jalen hurts. I just don't know if he can take them there. Um, it's like you said, it's really up to him. Um, 
And like, you know, in the two minute drill, I, I, I don't know if I could trust Jalen. I, I, I agree. I, I want to, I really want to, cause he's actually like, he makes some great plays and he really does. He is a great quarterback, but you know, I think that Dallas's offense, they did just lose Amari Cooper, but, um, and Seth Wilson, but they, um, their offense, I don't know. It's going to be close. The thing is, though, dude, the thing is that I <clears throat> look at with Jalen Hurts is he, last year he brought his very average quarterback play. He was great on the ground, great rusher, didn't throw too many interceptions. However, he missed a lot of open guys in that Bucks game. There was one play yeah. where Devontae Smith on a stop and go made his corner fall, and Jalen Hurts still missed him and ended up throwing a pick that play. But <clears throat> we got – with the, with the improvements to that defense, I'd say alone, if you take the same quarterback plays last year, the Eagles added two wins to their win total with what they did on the defensive end, with how loaded they are. I think they might be a top five unit this year. So you put us at there, you put us at 11 and six, and then you add A.J. Brown to Jalen Hurts' arsenal, one of the top five receivers in football, I would say. I can't see Close, how yeah. they get less than double-digit wins, even if Jalen plays bad. However, I do think Jalen has a big ceiling, considering he's only 23. He has shown uh, progress yeah. every year. I'm optimistic he'll take a little step forward, but I think a little step forward with that team around him is 12 wins at the least. At the least, especially their schedule. They start out – they're in the NFC East, obviously, so you're playing the Giants and Skins twice. But they start out, they go Lions, home against the Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, Giants. I mean, right there, they, they might be 5-0. and oh, And then the Cardinals. That's they right. Might start five too. Yeah. I mean, look, they probably had the best offseason out of any team, one of them at least. Um, their defense is scary. I think it's just scary now. It's all on Jalen. Um, it's all on Jalen, and I think he can do it, but he is young. He has that going for him, so we'll see. But, yeah, I, I think I think Philly will take it. I think it's going to be closer than you think. I think the Cowboys will still make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to go 500. I think they'll snag a wild card. Um, but I think, I think Philly takes it. I think they made a lot of good moves. Um, I think their defense is going to be enough to have them in the division. That division's ass. So it's not saying too much, but they'll they'll have a good season this year. Dallas will too. It's going to come down to those those teams. All right, NFC West: Seahawks, Cardinals, 49ers, and Rams. Uh, I think you went first last time, so let me do this. Um, mm-hmm. Rams. <laughs> it's 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 simple. Um, I think they got better. I think they're a better team now than they were last year. Uh, you know, not having draft picks, I guess, is paying off. And they've built a loaded team offensively and defensively. They added Bobby Wagner to a already loaded defense. Um, and they just got Allen Robinson, who's going to replace Mono Beckham. I mean, it's, it's actually unreal. They're going to win that division, and they won't have a problem doing so. The 49ers are going to be interesting, though. I really think that Trey Lance can have – a pretty good season. Obviously, he looked terrible last year, but they kind of just threw him in. They didn't really have a game plan for him. He was running the ball. Like, if he's actually slinging the ball like he has before, um, I think they can have a really good shot of contending for the division. Um, and then the Cardinals are, like, a huge question mark because, like, they suck. They're fucking shit, but they can look good. So it's weird. Like, Kyler looked so bad last year without Diop all year. But, like, then again, I wouldn't be surprised if they win, like, 10 games or something. So, it's, like, they're the biggest question mark. They added Hollywood. Um, who else did they add? They, well, they lost Edmonds. I don't know. They're a huge question mark. But I think the Rams are the obvious pick here. Yeah, I mean, you look at a defense – that was already a top five unit and won a Super Bowl. And then you add Bobby Wagner, the best linebacker in football. It's ridiculous. Allen Robinson. I mean, that it seems they have unlimited salary cap. They turned salary cap off on Madden. But I mean, 
it, that's a team that just they're easily the favorite in the NFC right now. Um, the, the Niners are going to be that wild card team that no one wants to play um, like last year. And honestly, I mean, the one thing is the Niners do, for whatever reason, play the Rams just so well. They beat them both times last year and then should have beat them in the playoffs. Actually, Jaquiski Tart, the new Eagle, dropped that wide open pick. <laughs> but um, <laughs> an Aguilar moment. But uh, yeah, the Rams, the Rams are going to be scary again. And you just give Stafford another year to like get acquainted with LA. That was his first year in LA that he won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, yep. I, he's only going to be that much more comfortable in that offense. Allen Robinson's the most underrated fo- player in football. Maybe he's a stud. I mean that <laughs> they're gonna and they're Cooper gonna be Cup, I mean, very tough to beat. Oh yeah, well, obviously Super Bowl MVP. Cup. Yeah, obviously Cup. I'm saying who they added, but uh, uh, yeah, they're they're uh, the Rams are taking that division, I believe, as well. Yeah, they shouldn't have a problem with that. I think I could play quarterback for the Rams, and they they'd have like eight wins. You probably could. Anyone probably could, especially, <laughs> especially Baylor too. Baylor's in there. If Baylor's oh. quarterback for the Rams, they go undefeated. So. <laughs> They might want to consider that. Let's get his name out there. All right, let's go to AFC. Uh, <laughs> um, AFC East. Um, I think we're both going to pick the Bills here. Yes. But I want to know what you think about Pats or Dolphins. Who do you think will finish first? Or I mean, in front of the other? With, with what the Dolphins have, it should be the Dolphins. Um, but I, I think to a tag of Iloa is, 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 I think this is his last year as a starter in this league. I, I don't, I don't like him in any means. He can't move. He's got the arm strength of a 42 year old Peyton Manning. He, I mean, he didn't show me anything last year. I would see like 15 for 20 stat lines with 80 yards. It was incredible how short his passes were. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still don't love their defense. Um, I, I think you've got, you've got two great receivers, but I, I don't know how they're going to consistently get them the ball. Um, the Patriots, the Belichick, that defense is still solid, um, even though they lost J.C. Jackson. I think Belichick always finds a way to stay around 500. And I, I think, honestly, I think the Patriots will have more wins. I disagree. I think Miami's going to take it. I think their defense was really good last year. I think it was um, – I thought it was very good. Pass defense and run defense was both great. I think their offense struggled last year, and they just added every every skill player you can imagine. I mean, they added Tyree Kill, um, uh, three new running backs. They have a completely new running back room with Chase Edmonds, Mostert, and Sonny Michelle. Um, Seb Wilson, obviously, whatever – um, Armstead, the offensive lineman from the Saints, they added. Um, they really balled out. They spent a bag. Um, I think it's going to pay off. It's very similar to the Eagles situation, I feel like. Um, you know, everything's in Tua's hands. He's got everything that he really needs. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll see. But I think look, the Pats, you know, people say Bill Belichick this, but Belichick that. He hasn't done a single thing since Tom Brady left. Uh, he drafts terribly and i think pat fans can agree with that i'm not denying who he is as a coach i think he's a great coach and he's a legend best coach of all time one of them but like now he's not working with a lot um, i mean Mac look is, at his quarterbacks look at his quarterback since tom right i'm just saying like I'm, it's not a knock on them i'm just saying i don't think they're going to finish in front of the dolphins because i don't think they have the talent they do and i just don't think they're a good football team now i don't um, i just think the difference between Mac Jones and Tua is bigger than people think. And I think that will make up for the big advantages Miami has at certain positions like receiver or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Mac is definitely better than Tua. That's not, I mean, it's, it's close, but not close. I agree with what you're saying. You got to, I mean, Tyree Hill is on Miami. That right there, I think, just does a lot for them over the Pats, at least. I don't know. It should go either way. Uh, I think Miami, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats yeah. take that. 
All right, let's go to AFC North. Uh, I don't – I mean, I know, but what do you think? This is think, probably right? the toughest call, yeah. Tough. Because, um, I mean, the Browns, I don't think will really be in it because I think Watson will have a pretty decent-sized suspension. Yeah. Um, if, if he was playing the whole season, I think it would be really interesting with them. Uh, Steelers, with their with whoever's playing quarterback this year, I don't see them win the division. So it's Bengals and Ravens, and I mean, the Ra- the Ravens always draft well. I think they added a, a freak of nature at safety in Kyle Hamilton, who some people yeah. said was the best in the draft. Um, I think that secondary might be the best in football. Um, I, I that defense is just. The defense is going to be much better than last year, and they'll have Lamar. I think the Ravens bounce back and actually win this division. I think the Bengals, after that crazy run, they're going to, teams are going to be hunting for them. They're not going to be the underdog anymore. I still think they're a high wild card, like probably 11 or 12 wins. But I think the Ravens come back for revenge this year and win the division. So I agree with you, but I think the Bengals are very – uh, you know, people are not really talking about their offseason. Their huge, huge letdown was because of their offensive line. They literally picked up three studs. Kappa from Tampa Bay. Um, Lyle Collins from Dallas. I think he was on Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. And then one other that I'm blanking out on, honestly. But um, they really upgraded their line. And that's all Joe Burrow really needed. Um, so I think Baltimore takes it just because – they're just dominant. And, you know, they lost Hollywood, but they're a run first offense. They don't need a guy like Hollywood, anyways. Um, Bateman, I think, will have a great year. Mark Andrews is the best tight end in football. Um, and then their defense, like we just talked about, they just drafted very well. They continue to do so. They drafted Patrick Queen. Look at him now. Um, I, I really think that Baltimore not only will win their division, but I think that they have a great chance of going to the Super Bowl. So I think Baltimore takes it, but the Bengals right behind because I think yep. they had a great offseason. Um, AFC South, I'll, I'll do this one. This might be surprising. I think the Colts are winning the division. I think they're going to take it. Um, Tennessee, I just I just don't – I don't know. I don't – I'm not sold on – obviously, Derrick Henry is going to be back, but – I'm not sold on their defense. I never have been besides the one year they beat the Ravens. Um, They're not good defensively. And Tannehill is just just becoming a very questionable quarterback. Derrick Henry can be stopped in a playoff. We've seen it, um, you know, when teams focus on literally eliminating him from the game. It's very doable. And I just don't think Tannehill can really – take them anywhere it's just like and they just gave up aj brown they got Jalen yeah. burks um burks is a stud but he's also a rookie it's not nearly as good as brown obviously um so i think the colts take it they got matt ryan they got their guy they have a great defense um jt is coming off an mvp um like year and um or he won mvp he won no, MVP. no 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 mvp last year why am i why am i blanking it was was it not Rodgers? Oh, it was Rodgers. Yeah. Well, um, the, the Colts also added Stephon Gilmore, didn't they? Yeah, they did add Gilmore, but Gilmore he hasn't really played. He's been banged up. He can still play, know. but I think I think you give Matt Ryan that O line and that time in the pocket. He's he'll still play at an elite level. I think <clears throat> he's been in a shitty situation with Atlanta the last few years. Um, last year. I mean, Matt Ryan compared to Carson Wentz is the world of a difference still. Um, you add some pieces to that defense. The Titans got worse. Um, no A.J. Brown. They added, they switched in Traylon Burks. I'm not sold on him. The defense is a big question mark. And, I mean, you see what happens when they, when they play without Derrick Henry if he's hurt. So, I mean, with all those touches Derrick Henry gets, if something goes wrong to him, I mean – just like that, they're a way well below 500 teams. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Colts actually can win that division. Very, very weak division. Maybe even weaker than the NFC East, but. but I actually think it is now that the Eagles and Cowboys are 
you know, in the upper half of the NFC East. I think that that's definitely the worst division in football. I'm glad we can agree on that. This is my favorite division coming up because I honestly don't even know who's going to win this division because a lot of these teams, all these teams, went through major changes. The Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill, the Raiders getting Devontae Adams, the Chargers adding in Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson on defense, and the Broncos trading for Russell Wilson. It's actually craziness in this division. Um, And you're first, so let's hear it. What do you think? I think, yeah, this is definitely probably the best division I've seen in the last, like, 20 years of football. It's It's incredible. It's it's four legitimate teams that could win the Super Bowl, I would say. Um, If I had to pick, like, if I had to rank them, I honestly think the Chargers are the most complete team now. Um, They just added Khalil Mack, I believe, right? Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. And J.C. Jackson. So that defense is going to be something to not play with. And then, I mean, Herbert is the truth. The guy is a freaking stud. He's like a more accurate Josh Allen with not as much running ability. But, I mean, his passing, he's make throws. That's well, no one can make. Um, I think the Chiefs will be there in second. Raiders are legit. I mean, with Devontae Adams, that offense is going to be scary. I think they're third. And honestly, even though I think the Broncos could be a Super Bowl contender, I would put them last right now. But, I mean, I definitely see all four of these. I think all four of these teams could make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they really could. I think the Broncos could literally go. Deep. They could take all three wild cards. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I think – I think the Chiefs are still going to win it, though. I think they're still going to win the division. Um, I think the Chargers could win it, too, but they're going to be right behind them. I think I think it goes Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Um, but they can all be interchangeable. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's – Broncos can be first. It's insane. Um, the one thing I really like about the Raiders' offense is that uh, – what the Raiders did is that Derek Carr – Hasn't really had a wide receiver one since Amari Cooper. So, yeah, and that was in his rookie year. <laughs> literally. So, you know, he's always had Darren Waller, but that's not a wide receiver one. That's not, that's by then. He's got Devontae and Darren Waller, two guys that are arguably top three at their positions. Devontae's arguably the best in the league, and Waller's arguably top three. So, that's going to be ridiculous. They still have Josh Jacobs in there who's coming off a pretty good year and their defense has been fine. It hasn't been great, but their pass rush is great. Max Crosby does not have a problem getting past anyone. Um, They are legit. They're legit. So I love, I love Vegas. Um, Do you lose me for a sec? Yeah, I'm still here. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I love Vegas. I love the char- Chargers are just stacked. That's more of like a chemistry thing that they're going to have to figure out, um, which is why I don't have them over the Chiefs because I think on paper they have the best team. They have the best corner. They have the best pass rusher. Um, and I think they have the best overall offense. So, yeah, I think the Chiefs, without Tyree Kill, get it done. I think Juju is a good ad for them. He hasn't been – a wide receiver one in his career. Um, I think Deontay was still their guy in Pittsburgh over him. And then obviously AB. So it's going to be interesting to see what he can do. Um, MVS is a good deep threat and they still have number 15 throwing that ball. So I don't know. I think they take the division, but man, that's going to be a crazy, crazy division. Mm-hmm. So, our next topic, we're going to do a little game. This was Jack's idea. I love it. Um, we came up with seven QBs that we think can be interchanged for each other. We think that they can all be in the same tier when it comes to ranking these quarterbacks in the league. So we're going to go through each one, and we're going to do like a round robin. So, for example, if I pick Patrick Mahomes, he's not in this, but if I pick Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to name the six other QBs and so on with the other QBs and whatever. So the first one is Kirk Cousins. Who would you rather have, Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? 
That's a, I like both of these guys, and they're very underrated. Yeah, I think Derek Carr. I think they're similar players. I think Derek Carr is Kirk Cousins with a stronger arm. So I go Derek Carr. A little more mobile too. I'm gonna go Derek Carr. Also, um, Kirk has had very good weapons, um, and Carr really hasn't. Well, he said yeah. Waller, but you know, Kirk said Jefferson Thielen. Um, Carr is more of a dynamic playmaker. He's a bigger arm. I think he's more accurate. Kirk is sneaky, athletic, but I think their car is better. Okay. Cousins or Matt Ryan right now? Kirk. Still, I, I'd take Kirk right now. I agree. Three years yeah, ago, man. easily Matt Ryan. But I right agree. now, I think Kirk's got him by a little. I agree. Uh, Cousins or Hurts? Jalen Hurts. I, lo- I mean, I love Jalen, but without a doubt, Kirk, not even, not even a question. I think it's closer than you think, um, but Kirk, agree. Kirk or Russ Wilson? Russ, give me Russ still. Um, yeah. It's a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that one. Um, Cousins or Kyler Murray? This might be very, very, very controversial. Oh no. Oh, are you gonna say it? I, I think Kyler has the higher ceiling, but if it was this season, I'm not lying. I would take Kirk Cousins over Kyler Murray. Oh my god! I swear, well, dude, I, I hate Kyler Murray. Uh, I love it though. Um, I think Kyler's definitely better. Um, Unless it's Monday Night Football. Ah, <laughs> uh, crazy! All right, last one is Cousins or Dak Prescott. This is another controversial one. Wow! I Holy swear God. to God, I, I am. You actually think that, that? Like, why do you think Cousins is better than Dak? Dude, just look at his numbers. Like, I mean, people don't realize, but Kirk Cousins' career passer rating is ninety-eight point something, and he played on some god awful Redskins teams for That's a good true. amount of time. And then, I mean, you look at it this year. Even in his decide, he went for over four hundred yards. Um. In the in the game that ultimately lost that missed missed them out in the playoffs against the Packers, I mean this guy's done. He's clutch in the two minute drill. If you actually look at his numbers, the two minute drill, he's money. The guy has just year after year put up the numbers. Dak Prescott has for his entire career had one of the best O lines in the league. Ezekiel Elliott throughout all his prime. Um, I mean, the defense was there for a few years. The guy has done nothing but let people down. It's every year. And Kirk Cousins just exceeds everyone's expectations. And, I mean, he's, he's a baller, dude. He's, he's a very good quarterback. I love it. I mean, look, their stats aren't that far off from last year. Um, Dak actually played an extra game, too. And he had only a couple more yards and touchdowns. But I think Dak is better. I'm going to stick with that. All right. Um, yeah, they're close. All right. So now let's do Derek Carr. So Derek Carr, we already said Carr Cousins. So let's do Carr or Matt Ryan. Carr. Carr. That's, that's obvious. Carr, Jalen Hurts. Carr. Yeah. Put some respect on Jalen's name, bro. Come on. It's your boy. Yeah, I sh- anyone should have respect for him, it's me, and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, Carr or Wilson? That's actually I don't a, know. I don't yeah, know. I still think Russ. I still would take Russ. Give me like, that. I, I'm gonna take Russ. I'm gonna take Russ, but it is really close. Really close. Like if we're talking like a couple years ago, like before you rewind like three or four years, it wouldn't Russ, be a question. Yeah, but. Russ has really not done that much. I mean, last year he didn't play well, and he was hurt last year. But, you know, he – I don't know. I, I, it's close. It's close. Carr impressed very a close. lot of us last year. It's close. But we're, yeah, yeah, he did. I agree. Carr or Kyler? Carr. Easy Carr. I don't know. Come I, on. I think, I think Carr's – they're so different. They're very different players. It's hard to compare them, but you know, as a, if I'm a fan, like if I want 
the quarterback to take me to the Super Bowl, I think. Oh man, fuck, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep thinking, I keep thinking Kyler, but then I remember what happened last year to Kyler and how bad he looked and how good Carr looked with a shitty receiver corpse. So it makes me want to take Carr. It really does. But Kyler's just so mobile. So I'll go with Carr. But yes, I think Kyler's. I don't know. That could go. For, that can go either way for me. Uh, I'm not a believer okay. in Kyler. Carr deck. I think Derek Carr. I think Dak. I think Dak's a better quarterback than Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. That's, that's where I can't agree with you. Derek Carr's oh. a better passer, and he's probably even more mobile. Oh my god, he is not more mobile, and he's. Dude, I think he is. No, he's not. Dak is Dak is more mobile. Carr makes oh, some oh. throws on the run too. Dak can't throw on the run. All right, we'll agree to disagree here. Um, <laughs> all right, let's do so Jalen in this. Yeah, Jalen's coming up. Let's do Jalen um, in this thing. Oh. Did I not say Carr? No, I'm hurts? saying do Jalen down the line. Oh, okay. I will. Well, Matt Ryan's up, but I don't think Matt Ryan's been of any of these quarterbacks. Um, Matt Ryan or Jalen. Jalen barely. Jalen. Barely. Matt, barely. He's not better than Russ. He's not better than Kyle. What do you think, Matt Ryan or Kyler? Or Kyler Murray? I think Kyler. Kyler, Kyler, Kyler. And you think Dak's better than Matt Ryan, too? Yeah, give me Dak. Or barely. All right, there we go. All right, Jalen's time. Jalen or Russ? Or Russ. <laughs> Russ. Jalen or Kyler? Kyler. Yeah. Jalen or Dak? <laughs> I mean, like... This year, I don't know. There's such different players. I would say, I would say for this this year, I think Dak is a safer bet, but I think Jalen's ceiling is much higher than Dak's. I think what you have right now is with Dak is pretty much his ceiling. You're not getting anything better. I could see Jalen being better than Dak in the future easily, but I could also see Jalen being like what he was last year in the playoff game when he, the running game isn't there and he's got to make some throws. He struggles. He's got to get over that, but he's young. I'd say right now, if I had a game tomorrow with the Eagles roster and I said, okay, I can have Jalen or Dak play, I would roll Dak out there. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm glad you're being unbiased there because I, I agree with that answer. Um, Dak's probably a better quarterback if you're trying to win right now um Jalen's obviously a guy that we haven't seen at his uh peak we haven't seen him fully develop so yeah I think Dak's better QB right now though so <laughs> that's Jalen Russ or Kyler Russ we already did that no we didn't I don't think we did oh maybe not definitely didn't um I'll do I would shake Russ over Kyler I don't know. I think it's very close. All these guys are so, like, you can't go wrong with either. Only name is Matt Ryan. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Russ is better. But I don't know. I, this could be the year of Kyler. Uh, but he's so bad. Jesus, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll go with Russ. Okay, Russ or Dak? This is, Russ. This is a very – really? Russ. I don't know. I don't know. I want to say Dak's going to have a better year than this year. This year, I think he will. I'll take him. I'll take Dak this year over Russ. Not a knock on Russ. I know you're not going to agree with me there, but I I think Dak has a better year than Russ. Um, Okay, and that leaves us with Kyler versus Dak. Mm. That's a very, very even one. Honestly, like I, I said, think Prescott. I think Dak. if it was right now to win a game, I'd say Dak. But I think Kyler's a higher ceiling right now. Take Dak. Yeah, it's a good answer. I think Dak. All right, that's fun. We'll do that in the future too. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Quickly, breakout player for fantasy. 
who do you think it could be in, it could be a rookie it could be literally the most random person in the league you know name one guy that you think is going to break out this year i think jerry judy becomes a star i think that division is going to be so high scoring because of all those offenses you're going to get a lot of games when you're playing the broncos are going to play the chiefs twice raiders twice chargers twice all six of those games are going to be shootouts and you finally give Jerry Judy a quarterback. I think Judy's so talented. Yeah. I think Judy's going to become a wide receiver one wow. in fantasy. I like that. My pick is Gabriel Davis. If you watched the playoffs last year, you saw what that man did with four touchdowns. They just lost – they, as in the Bills, just lost Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Davis is going to slide into that wide receiver two spot in that team. I think he has potential to be a wide receiver two in fantasy. Um Maybe even a borderline wide receiver. Not say no, that, but, don't say that. But, but, like that. but, 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 but he can have a really big year this year. He showed a lot of potential in the Bills playoff game against the Chiefs, I believe. And I love him this year. And yeah. All right. So our last topic, who's winning the Super Bowl besides the Eagles? Who's winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of candidates. You know, a lot of teams got better this offseason. But I'm going to go with a team that's stuck with their guys. And they added a few guys in the draft and such. But I think this is the year of Lamar Jackson. I think this is the year. Call it a hot take, whatever. That'll be my hot take. Okay. I think the Ravens, this is their year. Um, Their defense is – as good as it's ever going to be. Um, they just play the game so differently that it throws teams off. And Lamar has evolved as a passer, despite all the criticism and whatever people say about his passing ability. It's gotten better. I mean, Mark Andrews isn't the best tight end in the league for no reason. How does he get the ball? Um, he, Lamar is due for a big year. They were so banged up last year. They lost every running back possible, and they were still contending for a playoff spot the whole season. If they're healthy, I think they're going to take it. I don't think it's going to be easy. I think, you know, they're going to have to get through – not I think. I know they're going to have to get through a lot of good teams to do that, to even get there. But I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, And, yeah, that's, that's my pick. What do you think? I like the Ravens, but I think that's a bit of a great borderline insane take. <laughs> but the AFC is so much better than the NFC. It's like the 2017-2018 yeah. Western Conference in the NBA versus yeah. the East when it had LeBron and a bunch of make-a-wish teams. But the AFC, I mean, I'm not going to take anyone from the Chiefs division because that's just going to be such a bloodbath. Those teams are going to beat each other down. Three of them are going to have to play on the road throughout the playoffs, so it's it's hard to rely on someone from there. But I think last year the Bills should have won it. The Bills should have won that Chiefs game. They had 13 seconds. They had a freaking hold up, and I think they easily beat the Bengals and the Rams if that happens. Um, you you add who did they add on? Uh, they added someone. Who? Who did the Bills get on defense? The Bills on defense. The Bills uh, added someone, but oh, Von Miller. Von, yeah, Von Miller. They, yeah, you had Von Miller. The defense is already good. Josh Allen is. You can make a case for the best quarterback in football. I, I think they get it done next year. Buffalo's been yeah. starving for a ship. They have a division where they. I, I don't. I don't see anyone beating them in that division. Miami and New England will give them a little trouble, but the Bills will easily win that division. They'll have home field in Buffalo. People are going to have to win in the cold against Buffalo. They're better than last year. Josh Allen has a playoff experience. I mean, they're going to be a team no one wants to see come come January, but that's my pick. Uh, I think it will be them versus the Rams. I think the NFC besides – I think the NFC is wide open besides the Rams. But I think it will be Bills-Rams with the Bills, Josh Allen getting his ring. Yeah, the Bills are loaded, and Josh Allen is 
definitely hungry for a ring. Um, I think he has a great chance of winning MVP this year, too. I think he's been ever ridiculous here. I think, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that, obviously, but um, he's definitely due. And you saw him in that playoff game. He's been great his entire career, but he is he is him. He is definitely him. And I love the Bills, too, but I think it's Lamar's year. I don't know. All right, Jack, that was sick. Um, thank you guys for listening in for ATS episode 11. Appreciate all of you. And we'll be back. We should be getting some pretty crazy special guests coming on. Um, so definitely tune in and we'll see y'all soon, baby.